everybody. Sorry about uh, sorry about going away for two years, but uh, I think we're back. Is this microphone? Oh, it is working. All right, I almost knocked it over, and we're already off to a rousing start. Hey, everybody, welcome wow. back to well, welcome in, I suppose, to a new podcast, one that we promised. Not the Wolverine beat, but just the beat. And I am Nick Baumgartner, and I'm here with Brendan Quinn after a long, not that long, but it felt like a long time. I mean, I thought we were supposed to record that following week from the last one, and uh, yeah. you didn't show up, or I didn't show up, and then we just kind of got lost. And uh... So there was two situations there. One, uh, the last one that we recorded together, I think you quit MLive like the next week. Mm-hmm. And on the end of that episode, it said you were like, "Oh, we're, we're not going to be back. Uh, we got, we got, I got things to do next week, so we'll get you the week after that." Knowing full well that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I think in hindsight, I actually did know I was leaving when I recorded that. Yes, pod. I think so. Okay. I think I knew you were leaving. I think okay. we both knew. <laughs> and then, like three weeks later, because um, I took like two weeks away. Yeah. I want to say it was like July twenty seventh. I actually looked at it the other day. I recorded one alone. In my basement. It's just the saddest short story. Yeah, and it was like, hey, everybody, uh, you know, we're going to keep this thing going. And I knew at that time that I was leaving. And right. so that was the last episode. I think it's, they're still up there. They are, and they are actually really funny. To, if, if there's any, like, diehard beater, oh, we're going to bring it back. If there's any yeah, diehard beaters the yeah, they, out there. I mean, if you're still listening. <laughs> um, the old ones are pretty damn funny. But they, they stopped paying the credit card bill on the... Uh, SoundCloud account, so it went down. All those old episodes went away because you have to pay the. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So if like, so if like my podcast that I had the free press will probably just stay there because that was a corporate account. Right. I think that my SoundCloud account, I I was paying for it, so like I actually stopped payment on that, and then so it was probably my fault. I guess. You but were paying for it. I was expensing it through my oh, credit card. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> The July 27th one, or whatever it was, whatever the date was, of the last one, if you go search it, of July something or other, 2017, two years to that day, to the date, I could pull it up on my email, I signed my letter to join The Athletic. Two years exactly. Wow. Of the last episode. I had no, I did not plan that. That's not like orchestrated. No, that's Some all, will accuse me of doing symmetry. that. <laughs> Some may have already symmetry. accused me of doing that. But uh, two years to the day. Wow. Pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, so how you been, man? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We are, we're sitting here in my house in Ann Arbor. Nick's cracking. There we go. We can drink on this one, mm-hmm. I think. We'll toast. Well, we're going to do it anyway. Slancha. Very good. Um, I, I think this is all very crazy. I think probably for the last two years, we both uh, wanted to be able to yeah. still do this or, or we tried work together. or We whatever. did try for... Those who... Excuse me, excuse me, no. I tried. Well, I tried I... too. Well, yeah. It wasn't I... my fault. I was, I was recruiting you. No, 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 okay, that, I thought you meant like, to have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, my bad. No, 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 no. So we can go into that too, yeah, that's fine. I... So for those listeners out there, I was trying to get Nick to yeah. join The Athletic for many, many moons. Do you want to get into this? Can we get into this? Now? Yeah, we can get into it. And uh, he was, uh, look, I have... The utmost respect for the Detroit Free Press, and yeah. I, I think you did amazing work there, and it was great. But you're my buddy, and I think you're really goddamn good at what you do. So I wanted you on my on my team, and uh, I would just chip away. What's that? What's that oh, football geez. expression where they're like, you hit that stone 
so many oh, times, like, and it's not. It's the, it's the old Tim Drevno banging yeah. the well, or like pumping the pumping the well. It's whatever. not the last one that breaks it. It's it was the, all yeah, those all the chips. Yeah, the I think that was. I think that's actually my recruitment of you for the athletic is that I just pestered. You were the one pestered. that was chipping away at my psyche until I collapsed. I was just looking for you to break. So I remember, like two years ago, uh, what that summer of 2017, the athletic had probably been around for maybe a year mm-hmm. by then, if it had at all. I mean, it hadn't. It hadn't. It, even remotely uh, expanded yet. I right. think it was still only in the handful of cities. And you'd met with Craig Customs, of course. Um, and then you immediately called and was like, we have to talk. And I was like, okay, what about? And you're like, I'm, I'm definitely doing this. Like, there's no question about it. <laughs> and I was like, you know. Those were uh, af- afternoon beers at, what's the bar? Down by you. Frazier's, I think. Frazier's, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, man, well, that sounds fun. I was like, that does sound fun. I got I'm not gonna lie to you, but you know, I do need a. I don't know what this is. I have no idea, you know, how this is gonna uh, work out or, or what have you. But you were clearly at the end of your line. Yeah, it was time to go with the uh, digital ad world and everything else. And I don't think I had. I was there yet. So basically, you know, and I did talk to Craig briefly then, and that was also when I left M Live and I talked to Craig and the Free Press and decided to go with the Free Press. But I told Craig. You know, hey, I hope this works. It sounds awesome. Right. If it works, it'll help everybody, you know. Like, uh, I hope it works. And yeah. then, I don't know how many months later it was, he called again. And that time, I almost did it and should have done it. And that's that was like April. It was right, after the, right around the Final Four, right around yeah. the tournament when Michigan went to the tournament. Uh, I think I went home from the Final Four Those pretty mi- convinced I was going to do it. Michigan's Final Four. Michigan's Final Four. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't. For a number of reasons. Sure. And this isn't as, again, nothing against the free press, but I probably immediately regretted it after I... Right. And then I spent another, I don't know, year, I guess it would have been about a year wondering yeah. what I did. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. after a while, and then we talked again, and it was like, right, I, I got to do this. It's mm-hmm. time to do it. So, um, yeah, for all the reasons that we've discussed prior, we can get into it today, too, but um, it just made more sense... To do it this mm-hmm. way, I, I just I was done with the right. individual team specific beat. Uh, being a beat writer in general, um, yeah. in, in the traditional sense, and I thought about it this week. Actually, it was a great example this week. This is a game week. This is first game week of the season. We got the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday access, everything else. If I was still in my old world, whether it be my last job or the previous, today's Thursday, I would have probably had fifteen bylines up. By Thursday, fifteen. I mean, no joke. I mean, you can go look at all the fine folks who are doing it right now. I mean, mm-hmm. and they do. I mean, they're busting their ass, and I'm sure they have that many or something close to that. And of fifteen bylines, I'll bet you I would have had the time, and it wouldn't even have been the full amount of time. But I would, I bet, I would have had some time to put some effort, like a proper effort, or right. at least like sixty percent effort, and maybe three of those fifteen. Right. This week I wrote three stories, and I had maximum amount of time to write all of them. Mm-hmm. And a great, I wrote about Josh Gass this morning. If I'd have done that in the old way, it wouldn't have been as good. I mean, I wouldn't have had time to do the job. So, I mean, it's just like one of those things where it, it worked out in many different ways, but it's also, I mean, the athletic is everything I hoped it would become mm-hmm. uh, in two short years, or a little more than two years, I guess it's been overall, right. so... Yeah, man, I'm jacked up. I'm excited. I feel like I got like a 50-pound weight vest 
dropped off my back. Which is ironic because and, you're heavier uh, than you yeah, were right. two yeah. years ago in our <laughs> right. last spot. So I, that's why I'm heavier, <laughs> but without the extra baggage. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's been it's been good. Uh, it is a different world um, at our both of us. Here's the interesting thing: it's like both of us at our hearts are old newspaper guys, and we kind of have that mindset and we're wired that way. And um, and look, we're not trying to make this a big commercial for the athletic. Though, if you like this podcast uh, and you're not a yeah, subscriber, to, we are gonna we are gonna, gonna wear you out until <laughs> you uh, subscribe. But um, look, it's just a different it's just a different way of doing things. We hope that um, it is what it is in five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. Um, but you know, right now in in the world of you know trying to be a sports writer. Um, it just alleviates a lot of the ways oh, of doing yeah. things yeah. and um, kind of frees people up to do the job, do do the job the way that they want to. And I mean, I've been here for two years and now it's kind of normal for yep. me and you're still very much in the adjustment stage of having to turn off certain instincts. Yes. Um, and that's really a, 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 an interesting thing to go through. And I've seen many people go through it in different ways. It took me a while where I'd be like, I need to weigh in on this sure, yeah, little yes. nugget of nothingness. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, yeah. um, you know, the numbers don't lie. We get our metrics, and, like, people want to read more explanatory, exploratory feature stories, profiles, storytelling, and uh, that's what it is. And that's actually kind of going to be what the podcast is. Yeah. This is not going to be the old podcast where it's going to be Nick and I bullshitting for an right. hour Nick yelling about football and me trying to stay awake until we get to talk about basketball. Um, <laughs> For we, 10 minutes. Yeah. We, want this to, we want this to be a reflection of what we view the athletic as. And that mm-hmm. is um, something that is way outside the mainstream. We cover the most mainstream shit. Yep. Michigan football, Michigan State football, Michigan basketball, mm-hmm. Michigan State basketball. But we want the podcast to kind of be um, outside that what you would expect. And we want it to be storytelling. We want it to have guests that maybe you wouldn't expect it to be. And we're going to talk about stuff that isn't going to be, hey, what do you think about the team right now? Right, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, hey, whoever, what was the craziest stuff that happened in the 80s? Mm-hmm. Or... This game. Tell me. Tell us about this game and stuff like that. We really kind of want to be able to take you guys on a little bit of a ride. I yep. think every episode, um, and sometimes it might just be Nick and I. Well, sometimes yeah, I think it, it, we can be our own guests in that right. sense. I don't right. want to have a guest every week just for the sake of having a guest every week because mm-hmm. I mean that can you can fall into a bit of a trap there. I mean we've been around this stuff for a good decade or so, close to it, I guess. So we've seen a lot of things. Um, Nick is 53. You guys don't realize it. <laughs> Going on 153. Um, so we've seen a lot of stuff, and like part of part of it, or a good chunk of it, I think, uh, will be us just taking a topic one week and saying, hey, remember that time that uh, Michigan hired Jim Harbaugh? Right. We covered it top to bottom, and we didn't write everything we saw. Right. And we didn't discuss everything we saw. And uh, those are those are the type of topics, and those are endless. I mean, and those are things that, you know, we, we'd love to hear from you guys, too. Like, I mean, Michigan and Michigan State related. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think we can do 
watch-alongs. We can watch like half of uh, like a fourth quarter of a game or the second half of a basketball game or a moment and say, hey, we remember this. And that just – it's a different way of telling a story about what was going on right. at a certain time. And I think that uh, it'll be a little longer form, but I think it's it's something it's, – it's, it's a little unique. I don't think anybody really does it mm-hmm. like this. And um, I think that's the way we'll do it going forward. And right. I guess if we want to pivot to something else, we – Always can, but uh, yeah. that that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, us. I think rambling about the teams and stuff like that is because we each have separate podcasts where we're going to do that. Yeah. You and Austin yep. Meek have mm-hmm. a brand new podcast. Yep. Uh, Run past Michigan. Already, already published twice this week. Yep. Listened uh, listened to both of these episodes, and you know, woof. and that'll be the football one. That's where where we'll just talk about football. You know, and Austin and I will just talk in the about weeds. The team, yeah, all the way. Uh, all the stuff that's going on, and then obviously you're you're still going to do your podcast with Dylan, yep, uh, with basketball, and, and it'll be the same thing. So it's so you got you'll have that plus this, so it'll be in addition to. Yeah, I'm recording three podcasts a week right now. I feel like a radio DJ uh, of some kind, which is interesting, but it's fun. I mean, I don't mind doing this stuff. Um, you're, I enjoy it. You're like you're like the Imus of the Michigan, you know, something like that. There's a <laughs> Big time wrestling podcast guy uh, Conrad Thompson. I feel like a poor man's. Hmm. Of course, he's like a millionaire, so I'm not. I'm not quite in that. Maybe a little category. bit different then. Got a few, a few more days to go before that that hmm. happens. But, but no, I mean, I think, and I think we'll we'll seek out feedback from folks. Um, you know, I mean, if it comes down to you can put up a poll of like, hey, there's here's five things we can talk about. I mean, sure. like the topics we put, we put up a sheet one day and we just wrote it all down. That time that Jim Harbaugh got hired, that uh, we can go over Michigan, Michigan State basketball mm-hmm. games. We can go over uh, that time that punt got dropped uh, in the Michigan, you know, that like, is... and just from our perspective, and we can recall things from because we were there and we were there for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And um, and the guests we have will be sort of nuanced sure. a little bit, sure. um, not just your general. Hey, tell me what you're doing today or how's it going and blah right. blah blah. But yeah, you know, I also don't want to have a I think we need to make deals with our guests in some ways and say that I'm not gonna, we're not going to have you on here if you're going to if you're not willing to uh, really tell us what happened. Sure, sure, sure. You sure, know, like sure. so. So I think that uh, if, if that comes to pass, where it's like somebody wants to, we you know we want to talk to somebody and they say, well, you know, I'm a little, well, we're just not going to do it because mm-hmm. I'm not we're you know we're not going to sit here and blow smoke up somebody's ass, yeah. or your ass or whatever for for an hour. So it'll be kind of whatever we want it to be. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for us. I think it'll, it can be an opportunity for us as well to help promote uh, the rest of the stuff that happens here in Detroit at the, at, the, at the Athletic. I mean, there's so many good things that are written every day that go beyond the scope of Michigan, Michigan State, you know, um, everybody covering all the stuff. So, I mean, I think there's opportunities to maybe tie a lot of that together as well. Yeah. Um, and lots happened in two years. There's, there's, yeah, a there's, few things. There's much to discuss. What do what do you th- let's let's start with number one, right. Nick. I don't think you mind me saying this because you're a public about our father. Nick is a father yes. now. You can tell that I have a cold uh, <laughs> that I've had for like a month uh-huh. uh, as my son is uh, in daycare now, so he's like sick and he gets these viruses that like he gets over them in like a day and then like an adult gets them and you're just like wiped out. So I mean, any any parents, <laughs> yeah, knows what that's like. So. No, it's been great. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Um, son was born in February, uh-huh. um, so he's about he's about to be seven months. 
here in a couple weeks. He's yeah. about six and a half months right now. Uh, an adventure, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But uh, really good. Everything's been really good. He's healthy, uh, other than the colds sure. uh, and, the, and, the, and the daycare stuff. And the daycare price tag that puts me... Uh, <laughs> as, again, all of you parents out there can commiserate with that. But it's been... Yeah, a lot's happened, right? Um, in many different ways. We don't have the same lives as we used to. No. Uh, at all. Obviously, I think you were you were still covering Michigan, Michigan State when we ended the podcast. Mm-hmm. But you just started doing that, I think, right? Uh, that would have been the first year. When yeah, our, so you just... Yeah, yeah you I, did, I did it that season for the first time, and that was still, like, um, very much... It was still a new thing, where I was still catching rations of shit from... Yeah, Michigan State fans being like, "You're a Michigan guy." Tell I was catching rations of shit from the Michigan State staff, <laughs> thinking that I was a Michigan guy of some kind. It took them a while to realize I don't really care. I just love college right, yeah, basketball. No, it's not really my and uh, and it's been great since. I mean, I I think having grown more and more into the role, like I, I as a college hoop head, like. I think I'm the luckiest guy in the world to have this job. I've had options to do mm-hmm. national stuff and all that. And I just keep coming back to the fact that, like, as long as you're covering Michigan, Michigan State, under their current constructions, yeah. it's not going to be boring. They're two top ten programs. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like um, I am a national writer because the program is yeah. so good. The support's so great. Um, I see the numbers of the readers. Like, I know um, what the programs are. And I, I have no interest right now and in, in going anywhere it's been it's been great and then this summer added golf yeah. if, if any of you uh, out there are into golf um i hope you've been reading the stuff because it's been a very fa- fascinating uh process Experiment. of learning a new dude it, <laughs> dude it was like the i would say first day of school in a new school but like i never really did that growing up yeah i went yeah. to like one the same school, small yeah. Catholic grade school, and then like that funneled into the, the same thirty people, yeah. the same private high school, yep. and then a bunch of us all went to the same college. So um, this has been very much the first time of like total outsider. And man, like the first day, the first tour I went to was mm-hmm. the Wells Fargo in Charlotte. Yeah, and I go walking in the first day, right, and everything's like perfect and manicured, and like. Yeah. Somehow the white people are extra white. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. No, they're in Charlotte. And I was just like... Ric Flair country. Tiptoeing around like, am I allowed to go here? Am I allowed to talk right. to this person? Like, can I go to the driving range? Can I do this? Can yeah. I do that? I'm used to being in like AAU gyms where who, there's no rules. Yeah, you just walk wherever just you want to go. Talk to whoever yeah. you want. Right. There's none of that. And uh, But over the course of summer, getting comfortable doing golf has been uh, awesome. And... Uh, very interesting, and I'm looking forward to doing it next summer. I hope you guys are hearing the grumblings of our first guest. Co-host here. Who is Otis, is my Boston Terrier. He's kind of just farting around over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot has happened. and uh, I mean, I feel like, I mean, from an outside, for me, looking in, you're, you're doing the best work of your life here at I, this point. I hope so. I, that's I, what, that's, I mean, I would say you are. Yeah. I mean, I would think, I would hope you feel the way that that way well, that this is this this has allowed you to i mean not that you couldn't earlier right mm-hmm. because that's the thing i it's not that you can't do it in the other in the other realm uh, but it's just there more gets in the way you know and, and you're freed up to really 
do the things you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? It seems like that's been the case for you for two years here. I mean, look, the athletic um, – it is a – the infrastructure is that of if you are willing to work a certain way and stuff like that, you can do the best stuff yeah. of your life. And um, there aren't certain – there just aren't constraints. And yeah. Again, like you said earlier, like, look, we were both in those and other jobs where it is a different requirements and we do, this is not us like talking shit on anyone that is. No, it's their job. I mean, it's uh, the people in charge there. That's their job. As long as it's set up the way it is, like you get to do the job a certain way and you get to write certain things that you just couldn't possibly do. No. Any other way. So like this weekend, for example. Yeah. I'm going, this will be interesting. I'm going, (laughs) I'm going to the Corn Ferry Tour championship do you know what that is firm, Nick? the search firm is that the old like web.com yes. golf tour yeah yes so, i know that from the tiger woods uh, video games i used to play <laughs> you had a q school basically you yeah. had like you had to qualify yeah. q school grew in yes. this yes um and we wanted to kind of take a risk and say hey you know if we're into telling stories there's pretty much no better place for stories than a bunch of unknown guys trying to basically yeah. change their lives in one week so Brendan, why don't you go down there, spend four or five days yep. at the tournament, and write one magazine-length story? It's right. just not. It's a different thing than I had than my job was before. Mm-hmm. And what the readership is, I have no idea. If it'll hit, I have no idea. But I get to do it, and right, and that's that's, the, yeah. that's sick. That's awesome. Um, that's all we can really ask. So, um, yeah, man. But like, it's going to take you a while to rewire your senses and instincts yeah it's already i've already noticed outside of personal changes in our our lives Mm -hmm. what do you think are the most interesting things that have happened in the last two years since we last recorded a podcast with with (laughs) anything or just the sports in general well i mean we have a government situation but i don't want to get into that here today we can't you mean uh, sporting wise, we can stick with the we can stick with what we cover. I think it's interesting that, that we all know Marion Williamson's thoughts on the world. Yeah, right. That's good. <laughs> Don't need to go down that road. Uh, but no, I mean, like you know, there's been a lot that's happened, of course, uh, in all corners of uh, Michigan, Michigan State in general. Yeah. Not not the least of which just happened in May uh, when John Beeline walked out the door in the middle of a morning and and, and left. I mean, he's gone. Can I tell the story? Yeah, go for it. I mean, I was uh, getting ready to be on paternity leave. I was uh, about ready to feed the child a bottle when uh, Mr. Woj dropped his little bomb there yeah. and everything went to anywhere. So I was on a plane on the tarmac. I might have told the story on the on the moving screen podcast with Dylan, but we'll share it here. Sitting on a plane on the tarmac. Yep. I obviously, I mean... I, I owe a pretty decent portion of my career to John Beeline, to be perfectly sure. frank, right? Um, and it's you were the John mainly, Beeline expert, mainly the fact that like I, I I dedicated a large portion of years to trying to figure out yep. who the guy is, and because he was successful in his job, people were more interested in right. who he is, and that's kind of how sure you get. It's it's a weird thing about being a sports writer. Is there are oh, things that are out of your control, yourself, right? Yeah. If Michigan was a 500 program for all those years, while I was dedicating time to learn 
Wouldn't how matter. he'd have been fired. Beeline's yeah. brain works. It would have been a monstrous waste of time, right. and no one would have given a damn. So, um, yeah, I get a I get a text that says, uh, "Beeline two calves about to drop." Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what the cast <laughs> says, and, or the ca- the, uh, the text. Yeah. The text says. And I'm sitting with no context. This right? is yeah. no context, and this is as the pilot. I'm flying to LaGuardia to go to Long Island for the PGA Championship at yeah. Bethpage Monster Event. Yeah, my first major. Which I screwed up in the trailer for this uh, very which, show, which was perfect, which was amazing. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, the pilot says, "You know, we are next in line for takeoff." And da 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 da, and I get a thing. Beeline, Kaz, and then like literally within thirty seconds, stop the plane. Woj, Woj tweets <laughs> yeah, right. that it's it's happening, and it it's one of those things where you like I am checking Woj's account like three times to make sure it's not yeah a, 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 not fake a fake yeah, account right. whatever, and uh, and you just realize everything's changed in yeah. that in that very second, and <laughs> I just. I rifled off some of the. I should go back and show them the, <laughs> the like text that you said. The, yeah. the amount of text before we took off, and I lost my signal. Right. Of like confirm question mark confirm yeah, right. question mark. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, once we hit whatever thirty thousand feet, you know, all the responses yeah. came in, was able to confirm it. But in that moment of time, it is just. It's one of the fascinating things I think about this job of where. Oh you my just god! Can't it, yeah, predict. You, we just talked about the other day. Anything. Andrew Luck retiring in the middle of the night. Right. Well, while, while they're be right while they're at on, the game. Yeah. Like it's 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 those moments that you're just like. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, a lot of people will complain. They're like, oh, it's just, uh, I feel terrible. But I mean, those are the moments that are you're living it just like the people at home are living it. Right. You know, and it's like it's this crazy. What is going on here? And yet, I have other things I have to do today. But you know, everything drops. Yeah. Everything stops. I think your story was better though. And oh, yeah, you, I sent, was, you sent the one tweet. I sent, yeah, I was going to be off for, <laughs> God, like f- four weeks, three weeks. It was the longest I've probably ever been off ever because I had paternity leave. And uh, I ext- I delayed it uh, to May specifically so because I knew May would be pretty dead. Or I figured it would be pretty dead. Right. So it was like a Monday morning. Uh, yeah, I woke up. I was like, all right, uh, wife's going to work. She's going first day. I think it was... May have been her first day back to work. I think it was her first day back to work. Um, and I was like, "All right." Uh, so I'll send out a tweet. I'm like, "I'm gonna be gone for four weeks, three weeks, whatever." Follow Orion. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. "See you later." Like mm-hmm. goodbye. And it wasn't like I'm going on vacation. It was like I've got a three month old here that I have to monitor now every minute for the next you know however long until she comes home to help. So that happens. And it's just like, well, now I don't know what to do here now. And like, so the rest of the day, I'm on the phone with like the earbuds while like holding him, feeding him, changing him, trying to, you know, do you, whatever. Oh, you, you were feeding him? Yes. Was well, he, no, bottle. Did he, la- he, bo- did he bo- latch? Bottle, bottle feed. No, he did not do that. <laughs> but all the things that you do with a child uh, and you're juggling that. And I did in the text I sent to John Beeline, I said, you know, you've ruined... Uh, my paternity leave, and he's like, "Well, I'm sorry, but uh, congratulations on the uh, on the on the child." That's, and I'm like, "Well, you know, in any event." But I mean, you know, it was just one of those random mm-hmm. moments in time that changes a whole lot of everything. And then, of course, we said you want Howard being yeah. hired, which changes the dynamic of all that. And it came at a time when Michigan and Michigan State basketball was at 
the highest, yeah, even uh, you know, like level of uh, back and forth rivalry. I mean, they've even gotten to a point for crying out loud where in the Big Ten championship game that they're playing in again before the game, Izzo and Beeline did like the little uh, pregame interview with whoever, what well, Tracy Wolfson or whoever, together, and it was just like. I remember sitting there like, this is so crazy. Like, this is like at a fever pitch with these two teams. This is, I know Izzo's talked forever, like, I wanted it to be Duke Carolina. That was it. They were there. It was Duke Carolina, as far as I'm concerned. Or Kentucky, Louisville, or whatever. It was there. And so, all those years, and then, boom. You know, that seriously gets altered. But it's like, but what a crazy, I mean, more than football, basketball over the last two years has been just nuts for for all corners of it. I mean, it's just been... You know, them going to the Final Four, Michigan going to the Final Four, and Michigan State going to the Final Four a year after they probably should have gone to the Final Four. And now, you know, Jawan Howard's back and all that and everything else. And you Michigan know how goddamn crazy it is and, to cover two teams? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it's... To go to Final Fours in back-to-back years? No, I, it's horrible. I mean, I, I mean it's, it, crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, it's, it's horrible on your body, uh, well, number one. Beside that, no, I mean, I think it's, it's, but it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's, it's wild. There's a lot, there's a lot yeah. going on. I mean, and I thought... I thought we would see them both at the Final Four this year, uh, possibly. Sure. And uh, that possibly. didn't happen. But, I mean, what a crazy ride for those two years there. I mean, that's like – and, and yeah, like we said, and it changes like that. And all yeah. of a sudden that's right. completely different. And, all right, so, you know, the old uh, – the the talking point I feel like most people would be interested in, in hearing from you right now is – yeah. You were going from covering Michigan football for how many years? Eleven is. It's like nine, nine seasons. Two thousand eleven. Nine seasons, my God. How, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about that number? Uh, I'm good. I mean, I had a job for nine years, so that's good. I mean, I you know that's I got a problem with that. It's just it's a long time to do one team and a team that big, you yeah. know. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah. uh, and I enjoyed it. Far more than I didn't, you know what I mean? Like that, I, I I will never say anything separately. I'm just like the specific being in the weeds with that every day. But nine years every day with a fan base as big as Michigan's, as engaged as Michigan's, which is part of the reason why we have jobs. Sure. And part of the re- and not part of it is the reason why we have jobs. <laughs> and but that requires a like punishingly demanding level of minutia that has to get sifted through because. Dude, if the if the backup left tackle hurts his ankle, people want to know what's going on. I mean, right. it's like it's not right. it's not like any other topic. It's just so unique in the gravity of it. I mean, we I mean, when I started covering it, it was Brady Hoke and Dave Brandon, mm-hmm. and then that transitioned obviously, and everything. I mean, so much has changed. Um, Jim Harbaugh being hired. I mean, that feels like a hundred years ago, but you remember how big that was. Oh my God, hundred percent. Like that day. What a shit show. I mean, just like the, the people climbing on the glass. I mean, that's it was right. a month. I mean, I think that, that's probably going to be one of the first episodes we do. Yeah. Remember that? Like, hey, what happened when they hired Jim Harbaugh? And from our, we can get into that later. But, I mean, there's so much that goes into that everyday life of that. And for me, I've been wanting to get away from that for a while. Right. And to have this chance to expand more into other teams and keep it mm-hmm. mostly football centric. Uh, that's I'm a football writer. I, th- I think, you know, a lot of writers over the course of time, they find, you know, it takes a long time to find your voice. Yeah. It's a long time yeah. to find, um, 
I mean, God, I remember when I first moved back up here, uh, I was working, it was AnnArbor.com. It was before MLive took it over or whatever. And I was working for a guy, Jim Knight, and he said, we got to find your voice. And I remember him, I remember him saying that. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just like, what, what's that mean, right? And, you know, several years go by and eventually you find it. And I think for me, it's it's football. I mean, I, mm. um, I understand like it. It's not a Scottish accent or maybe an acapella. Or no, it's not that. No, it's not... Uh, <laughs> Or Michigan accents or anything else, <laughs> but it's football writing. I mean, it's it's writing about football, writing about the game, um, and learning about it, and trying to help people learn about it as well as we go along the way. And I think in the last three or four years, that's really, you know, uh, advanced in my mind. And, and this gives me the chance to, like, I was at Lions exhibition last week. Right. You know, I mean, I've been at, up to Michigan State a couple of times. Again, I mean, I was able to write a story about like Raekwon Williams two weeks ago last week where, you know, I took a day and a half and just watched as much tape on him as I could mm-hmm. uh, to get really into, like, what, why he's so good. You talk to a couple people about him, and then that's just, I mean, that's a different way of telling a story. And, um, and I you, really, that's the stuff I really enjoy. You know, it's interesting, like, reading your copy now is, I mean, you, you are writing about football in a technical language yep. that... You just can't do in a newspaper. You don't have enough room, and uh, and it's you don't not, have enough room, and know. the average no you're Joe right. yeah. reader who is not hyper no yeah they, they they don't know right? yeah they don't know what the hell you're talking about right and they, and, so, and, and and in some ways that's not your audience and it shouldn't be right you know, in that sense yeah and here you know I I think we get to make the assumption that it can the be, average yeah. reader they're they're on board with with what you're yeah. talking about so you get to just use certain expressions or whatever that you don't need now two sentences to explain what the hell you're even no. talking about or blah, 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 right? If I write basketball and I say, you know, they, coming out of an inbounds, they ran an elevator screen and hit him yeah, for an open right. shot, whatever, you know, or... You don't need to spend a paragraph yeah, telling them what and that you means, can yeah. use, like, certain um, yeah. analytic mm-hmm. metrics, yeah. you know, rebound percentage instead of yeah. rebounds per game. Right. right? It's just... This is stuff you kind of get to do. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just a better way of discussing what's happening. I mean, like that's such an overlooked thing in sports is is the is the discussion about what the hell are we watching here? Right. We're all watching the same thing, right. and we've all been told, especially in football, basketball coaches. I found over the years are much more easygoing and laid back, and usually more open to discussing things of what's happening and why it's happening. Football coaches act like it's uh, it's a war document or something, <laughs> and that and the, and most of them will tell you that they're the only ones in the world that can understand it. And if you even try, so help me God, you're going to be wrong and you're going to look like an idiot. Well, that's just not true. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's not splitting the atom. Uh, I've watched far more football games than I care to remember. I think I know what I'm watching at this point, mm. uh, and I enjoy watching it at that point. I I, I, I it's it allows you to appreciate players uh, at a different level. Um, great example at Michigan would have been like Devin Bush. I mean, when he was a sophomore, I think a lot of people saw Devin Bush as a guy who, you know, the guy blitzing, making a sack, uh, a missile type player, you know, you see him for that. But by watching him every week, the way I tried to do it, I got the sense midway through that year, this guy's going to be a first round draft pick mm-hmm. because of X, Y, and Z. Not because he's in the backfield making a sack once in a while, but because he's covering so much ground He's erasing mistakes for other players. 
and you can watch it at that level. That's why I'm excited to do, do this NFL stuff because, number one, uh, all the games are on all 22. You can watch the tape from the sky, so there's that. And number two, it's done at a higher level. It's just it's a crazy, uh, crazy way. I can't get enough of that stuff. I love to watch all that. Um, I can watch it all day. I mean, it's uh, that's that's my favorite thing. And uh, <laughs> if that's all I want to do for a week, then that's all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. If I want to watch film three times and write about it three times, that's what I'm going to do mm-hmm. in a week, right? And I think it's, I think that fills a void for 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 people. I don't know any uh, many others in this market that do I'm, some do um, you know and some do it very well but uh, I enjoy it and I think you can tell stories while you're while you're doing that as well I think that's a that being able to write about the game is a supplement to telling a story about a person or a player sure. or a team or whatever yeah and those are uh, a lot of different ways that uh, I think we're, we're able to do the job I and mean, we talk about the whole you know finding your voice thing I do it a very different way. You know, I do yeah. a lot of storytelling and profiles, and I try to kind of crawl inside people's heads and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of what I do. And, you know, you do the job right. the, way, the way you want to, and uh, it's a fascinating process when you see it all come together. And it's really interesting when you kind of, like your team of people that you're working with right now, yep. on the football side, who... Um, all these guys, I, I love. I think they do great yes. work, and um, it's just a it's a really unique array of voices and ways of telling what is actually going on with the team. Um, we obviously have Austin Meek, who we mm-hmm. are still yeah, getting to know really well. Uh, our, our new Michigan football writer, um, who joined us from the Register Guard, Guard and, and in Oregon. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Um, and Colton Pouncey, mm-hmm. fine young man. Yeah, Colton's great. Makes us look old as he really yeah. does. Yeah, <laughs> Colton and Max and James. Oh God, I, I'm not. We're not that old. We are. I we feel are like old. I feel like every day now. It's like my God, this is you, creeping toward. Dude, you're wearing a MTV Headbangers Ball <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> creeping toward just being like certifiably old. I'm not forty yet, but uh, on the way. Or old, and but old. no, it's uh, and Chris Burke. Yes, and Chris is Chris awesome. Uh, if you if you don't know Chris or you're not following him, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, because Chris really knows his stuff, and Chris is doing another podcast with uh, Dane Brugler at the Athletic mm-hmm. on draft picks and everything else, which is exciting because that's really cool too. I mean, uh, they spend a lot of time, or they will spend a lot of time, getting into college players, which yeah, could certainly uh, you know, you know Michigan, and Michigan State this year have a bunch uh, who would be on the fringe of being drafted, so. It's always an interesting time around here for everything Michigan mm-hmm. Michigan State. Um, Michigan football, of course, is in the situation of it's year five of this grand experiment Yeah, that we had no idea how this would go. We all thought it would be great when he was hired. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, by and large, it's been pretty successful without with exceptions of uh, rings, which is a, right. so you got that always happening. Michigan State has gone through a few things in the last two years, I would say, correct? Uh, Fair to say, my God. Not just on the field, of course. There's been several off-the-field calamities that have happened at Michigan State. Um, Some some beyond the, uh, obviously, the Larry Nassar situation had nothing to do with football or basketball. But, you know, football's had its share of problems as well. Mm -hmm. Mark D'Antonio's trying to fix everything that... All of a sudden, that thing was rocking and rolling, and then they went three and nine, and then they had a nice year, and then they went seven and six, and now it's like 
is he going to fix this or is he going to ride off into the sunset and call it a day after it does feel like having this a is nice one run? Of, so one of those, it's going to go. I don't know this year, and this isn't to put too much stock in it and do like they're the fascinating. Typical, they're fascinating. the typical sports writer thing of like, well, I'm writing about this right now, so this is the most interesting thing, yeah. and there are going to be dramatic impacts either way. But as someone who follows the football stuff yeah. very much from afar, right, it does feel like. This is a pivot point type year oh, for huge. both programs, huge where it's like, you know, it's going to go one way or another. Yeah, it's like future, future defining in a lot of ways. Like yeah. for, for Michigan State, they're like the most fascinating, fascinating, unfascinating team like mm-hmm. anywhere because their offense has been so terrible and they're hard to watch. Right. But at the same time, it's like you know you could you could do some things and maybe fix that because they have a great defense or defenses. At a championship level, but let's say that they let's say it doesn't happen. Let's say they go seven and six again, or eight and four, and you know all the things that have gone on in the last two or three years is that Mark Antonio saying, "All right, like yeah," or or does he say, "To hell with that." Uh, I didn't. I fixed this place. I got it back on track. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk out of here as this thing smolders to the ground. Percent think it's the latter. Maybe it is, and you know, I mean. It's been a well-discussed topic for years up there in that uh, he was never viewed as somebody who would be like a football lifer. Like sure. maybe he would call it a day at some point. But, you know, I doubt he wants to go out on a sour note. And, I mean, he's 64, 63, 65, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. I mean, he's getting toward the end of his maybe he could tenure. Coach, maybe he could coach the Cavs next year. Yeah, right. Or the Browns <laughs> or something. And then, so, but, you know, I mean, hey. At the same time, if they turn that around and they win 10 or 11 games, at that point I could see him being like, all right, see y'all. Like, yeah. You'll never hear from my ass yeah. again. Yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, so that's a fascinating situation there. I'm not to say that Mark D'Antonio, this is like his last year or something. I have no idea. Right. I mean, it could obviously be uh, uh, something completely different. But they're an interesting team. And then Michigan, of course, you know, we, we, we continue to hear the, well, if it doesn't happen this year, uh, things are going to get ornery. In Ann Arbor, he's going to be on that hot seat, and it's just like I mean, you you don't follow football closely, but you know as well as I do that there ain't no fire under Jim Harbaugh's no. chair at the University of Michigan. Zero. The situation is, it just gets that much more difficult for him to for him to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just I mean, for them to have a the type of type of season they want, the type of recruiting classes they want, you you can't beat Ryan Day. I mean, you know that's gonna that's gonna just make everything that much more difficult to get over that hump. So uh, it's a flashpoint. It really is for both for both sides. It is. And I, when I say it's that pivot point, from my perspective, which is probably, I would say more of like the common yeah. fan perspective. When I look at both players, I, you know, I watch the games. Yeah. That's it. And I read right. your stuff, other guys' stuff. And that's... That's it. I don't pretend to know football that well, but you know I love watching it. Love the Eagles, obviously. Um, <laughs> but like Michigan State, I kind of feel like this is the year where this is a classic D'Antonio year, where could be they ruin three team season season and go nine and win three. 10 yeah. games right. or 10 and two or you something. know whatever yeah. get a bowl and then you're just like all right you know once michigan state's michigan state this is just yeah. what the program is 
and just it's, like, a, it's just amazing. like the, the biggest thorn in right like exactly everyone's side beyond yeah. impressive they just keep doing yeah. this um and on, on Michigan's side it's like you're right I don't think there's even over conversation of a hot seat in wards. You and I have been around Michigan long enough to know (laughs) most people who have a voice that matters, Mm -hmm. and there ain't one of them who would tell you today that I want the guy fun. Like, it doesn't doesn't exist. But that's not not really the point. Yeah, right. It's not a thing. Um, Yeah, any talk of that is just... It's not true. Exactly that. It is is trying to get attention for what you're saying. But, that said... A losing season at Michigan this year, I think. Wait a minute. What, what, what are you defining as a losing season? What do you define? Like sub five hundred or like no 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 like no, nine no. and three or eight. And four? Losing to Ohio State, Michigan Ohio State. State. Yeah. Losing, yeah, right. So yeah, not, not make, winning the Big Ten. Yeah, losing that, to yeah. Ohio State, not making the Big Ten championship game, and going yep. to some bowl and or playing the Outback Bowl, uh, with, shitty Florida team, with six seniors sitting the, out getting ready for the draft. Yeah, right. Yeah, playing <laughs> Florida for like the fifteenth time or something yeah, right. like that. Um, that I think only further. It's like another coat of paint on this idea of like. It's so so Michigan man. just it's... doesn't doesn't get to compete no. with Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson and it's these places where this. you're just like it doesn't make sense. You remember when we talked about? I, I'm not from here, but no, like the amount of times where I'm just like it doesn't make sense that this place is not just. This is why I wish we had the old that. archives from the old show because I know we talked about this when he was hired when Harbaugh was hired even before that actually probably during the that month. That goddamn month-long coaching <laughs> search uh, that took years off my life. But, I mean, like, yeah. during that, we discussed this. I know I wrote about it. Does Michigan at large, Michigan's administration, fan base, whatever, do they have the stomach to compete in college football's fast lane? Because right. what that is today ain't what it was in 1997 or 87 mm-hmm. or 77 or whatever. Especially now, this is a fourteen playoff situation. This is a Final Four, all or nothing deal. Same thing as basketball. Sure. Um, and the pressure is so much greater uh, with football because there's more eyeballs, there's more money involved, there's fewer games, uh, there's fewer opportunity to to make all this work. There's more pressure on everything. Uh, and if you're not getting to the champ to the to that Final Four, your fan base. Uh, is probably not happy. There's like only one scenario, two scenarios where they would be. It'd be you're in year one of a head coach's tenure and he had like a better than you thought year, which mm-hmm. Harbaugh did, mm-hmm. or you've won your league and got left out of the playoffs, so you're mad that you got screwed, right. but you're still like, all right, well, you know what? At least we won the league. We can handle that and we can move on next year and see if we can get back in it. But right. everybody else at that level is furious. No man's land in college football is. If you are teams five through ten, because you're not in top four. I mean, that's just the situation. And Michigan is firmly in no man's land. I think there's no man's land, and then I think there's the desert. Well, yes, because there, there's no man's that, land, yeah. and it's also there are a number of programs that kind of cycle through there. But then you look at your Texas, USC, like these plate, these yeah. there are very Michigan-like in these. Well, Texas is like weasel this way back into no man's land. USC's in the desert. Right, okay. I mean, it's it's if you're in fi- if you're going to one of those what they call the New Yorks, 
New Year's Six Bowls. Mm-hmm. In some ways, it's it's worse because you're the first three or four teams right. left out. And if you're not in, it doesn't matter. I mean, Michigan had four guys set out the Peach Bowl, which the Peach Bowl is supposed to be a big deal. And it's just not anymore. And so the game has changed. Everything's changed. There's no shared championships anymore in the league uh, with, the, with the conference championship games and everything else. And we talked about that back then. Do people have the stomach for it? And that's the – and I think a lot of people do. You know, there's a lot of uh, loyal listeners from back when and Twitter followers who absolutely do. I mean, that's this is what they've always wanted. They've wanted Michigan to to live on that dance floor of like, yeah, you better judge yourself as if you're not competing for a national title every year, get the hell out of here. I don't want to hear, well, we won, we went nine and three and won the Big Ten, and that's cool. Like, a lot of them don't want to hear that, but others are like, yeah, I don't like being disappointed all the time this badly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very interesting that that's where they're at. Uh, Michigan State is in that desert area right now. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the challenge they have, they were in the playoff as 2015, I think it was a couple years ago, four years ago they were in the playoff. How that happened is, you know, another feat in and of itself on a legacy for Mark Antonio. But, I mean, it's just college football, every year that passes gets more and more difficult for everybody who's not Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Right. I talk to... Like Steve Lorenz all the time. Steve does twenty four seven recruiting. Great, great job, of course. And he always says, you know, you can't get the only way you get in the playoff is if you recruit like that. And the only way you can recruit like that is if you get in the playoff. So it's like, you know, wow. what are you gonna do? I mean, what are you gonna do? It's not like college basketball where you have a tournament where you can get hot and you can get Xavier Simpson playing like sure. Magic Johnson for three games and all of a sudden you're here you are and you have one game and a shot to do it. That's not that doesn't happen. You got to go twelve weeks. Right. I mean, balls to the wall, and it has to be no mistakes, no hiccups. And if you have them, they have to be at the exact right time. Otherwise, it all goes up in smoke. It's just the, it's a fascinating all or nothing like pressure cooker, with a bunch of kids who aren't getting paid to do. It. <laughs> that's a separate situation. Yeah, that's, that is. But another, I mean, there it is. That's another hour long yeah, podcast. Right. Um, no, I. That all makes perfect sense. So they're both in, in interesting spots. Basketballs are uh, teams are in interesting spots. There's plenty for us to discuss on this uh, show, I'm sure, as we go forward. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to get into here? Anything else you wanted to ask today? I don't think so. I mean, it's we just kind of wanted to bring yeah, it yeah. back, really. See why we're here and um, say hello to everyone again and um, be recorded on know, Thursdays. It's been uh, it's been pretty wild. The fact that um, I feel like we both had separate podcasts yeah. and always were just like, man, I'd be fucking, probably make, oh, more, make more sense. If well, I tried that and that didn't work, but you know, I guess I understand it now, um, but it is what it is. The, the idea though of being able to do this again is yeah. really exciting and I'm especially happy that it's going to be a little bit different and yeah, yeah. I think more fun and not just kind of mindless rambling, but. Um, being able, being able more so than anything to like crawl into shit that I think we're really yeah. interested yeah. in reexamining and yeah, yeah, and like that's like the that. fun stuff. I think that I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I think it. I mean, there can be good moments, like for the teams, like memorable moments mm-hmm. in a good way mm-hmm. and memorable moments in a bad way. Sure. I mean, we can do both, and there's plenty on both sides, you know, to discuss and get into and. And that's what I think those guests, when we do have some on here, and hopefully we have some pretty unique ones, and hopefully we have some that you really want to hear from, mm-hmm. um, and I think that we can 
to tell those stories through their eyes, but I think we can also tell them through ours. And uh, I think that's why this is unique. We've been around here for a long time. Um, Maybe too long. Probably too long, uh, if you ask some people, <laughs> especially on my end. But in, uh, but I mean, I think that uh, it just opens it up for interesting discussion. Um, you know, nothing really off limits in any of those topics or situations. This isn't a. This is this is not going to be a show designed to fluff anybody's ego or, or do anything like that, which no one would expect, of course, from us. But uh, so yeah. Should we bring it back to the old YouTube videos that we were doing back in the day when we did the video <laughs> podcast? Where there was one where point, we were like, how are we going to upload a thirty-minute video to? Uh, there was one point we were drawing stuff on we a did. whiteboard. We had a whiteboard, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my computer here has a Telestrator option. I mean, if we wow. want to do, but there's another episode. We can do an episode where I teach you how an offensive line works, and by proxy, everybody else out there how it works. Uh, we can interview that will happen. your high school principal. I don't care. We can do anything <laughs> like that we want. Um, and, and it'll be interesting. I mean, Mr. Petrozelli. Mr. Petrozelli, if, if you're, if you're out there, give us a call. <laughs> we will. We'll get you on Skype or something to figure it out. So, so that's. Uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited to do it. Um, I've been asked about this GD podcast more oh times than I can count in the last two years, and. Um, I had no note. answer for you. On that than, note, you know. to the listeners, oh, dude, lunatics! You guys are unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> just amazing. So uh, we they they uh, put the tra- they published the trailer <laughs> that I recorded on Tuesday with the big launch from the, all the yeah. other athletic podcasts. It got up to number eleven on the <laughs> iTunes chart without an episode. <laughs> so again, thank you, yes, to yeah. everyone who's listened or sent us a thing or whatever. If we can get more T-shirts, we'll get them. Mm-hmm. Anyone who supported anything we've done over the past however long, whether we were together or not, uh, you have no idea how much that means. I mean, that is crazy, stupid, humbling. So so cool to to hear that from people. I mean, I you get the same thing as I do. You're out in town, and somebody comes up to you and says, "God, I missed the podcast." Yeah, and you're like, I I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, that is that is very uh, humbling. Yes, and it's uh, very appreciative. I know I speak for you as well when I say that because that's. uh, Pretty unique and pretty cool. I had no idea that, that that thing would turn into what it was. Yeah. Um, nor did I have an idea we'd be doing it like this. So absolutely happy to do it. And I wish we had a better description for what this one will be. I think it's going to be like revisionist history, but on a fourth grade reading level. Probably, yeah. And just like, like maybe like the daily, except useless. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just have fun with some stuff and go back and explore some topics that yeah. uh, have already been explored, but maybe not in a way that. Uh, You've already heard. That's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna well, send us out here. I'll land this plane. All right. <laughs> Thank you for everyone. It is great to be back. Um, just on a personal level, just to be here with my great friend Nick, who uh, went from a very random person who I spoke to in 2013, asking <laughs> about a job uh, in Ann Arbor, to being a great friend and colleague again is awesome. So. Uh, Nick, you're the man. And Likewise. the listeners, you are all the best. And I'm really excited to do all this all over again. So uh, with that, subscribe to The Athletic. And when you're Pay done, your money. And when you're done doing that, <laughs> be sure to tip your bartenders and your servers. Good night. Good night.